0: Hey, everybody, today we are talking about something. um, I think it's a very sensitive subject for a lot of women. Um, We are. um, Oftentimes, many of us are burden carriers Um, and we put on the cape. We carry on a lot of, I got it, I got it, I got it, or the mentality of, if I don't do it, then it won't get done. Um, But the under layer of that is um, an anger underneath it. Um, There's a burden that that I hear in the voice when I talk to um, a lot of women. Um, there's this burden that they feel that they have to carry um, in the area of their their household, their family, their lives, their careers, um, as mothers, and um, as wives, as, as roles that they play in their life. Um, and this is not how we are wired to be. It's just not. Um, I remember hearing the saying, um, Super women die early. Super women die early. And there's a reason behind that. And I felt very um, compelled to not only come on the podcast to share this, but I felt really compelled to kind of digest this um, because we got a lot of unpacking to do. A lot of unpacking to do. Um, And one of the um, garments that um, I would like to address to pull out the luggage... (laughs) and that is filling the need or the heaviness to to do it all. You can raise your hand if that applies to you. I uh, asked a couple of um women that I know um personally and just women are period and thinking about my own life, thinking about my mother, thinking about my grandmother and thinking about um what I what I saw. Um and, and it's, it's a, a burden that I understand. It's a burden that I understand, but it's a burden that we're not wired to carry. It's a burden that I understand, but it's a burden that we're not wired to carry. We're not meant to carry all of that stuff. So how do we unpack that? How do we unlearn that? How do we take off the, um, the belief or the anger or the, um, the, the defense or the layers that we have within us that tells us that we have to represent ourselves as this? Especially if mom was like that. If society tells us that we have to be this way. If status quo puts these labels and beliefs of of who they think that we should be. Especially if we've 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 had other stories, other narratives that has been um, planted in our minds as, oh, this is how I'm supposed to be. This is how I'm supposed to be. Um, can I tell y'all my story? <laughs> now, let me. <laughs> For I think my my switch of start my switch started um, turning on or gear started shifting. That's what I meant to say. Gear started shifting. It was kinda I was in the neutral. <laughs> I was in the neutral um gear when I was a, a a young girl, a little girl. Um and then gear started shifting more in the driver's seat. Um when all of the stories and the narratives and and um my environment, societal's views, when all that started really kind of making up um, these narratives i that i that I had seen and the narratives that I created in my mind um really started shifting gears when I um realized as I was getting older when I was like a teenager and I realized I had to make the decision to go to um go into college I realized that I had to take care of myself I realized that Things had to shift, um, um, and so so around that time was where things really started to shift, and a a lot of the narratives really stood out um, from what I had held in as a record as a child. A lot of the a lot of the the narratives. Um, I remember one in particular, one story that my mom had shared with me, and it was this one particular neighbor. Who had um, she had a lot of children, and not only did she have a lot of children, but um, her husband had left her, and uh, she was considered to be um, the what they label as a as a doormat woman, um, a woman who was very uh, passive and very um, naive, um, and so um, my mom saw that neighbor and she would always use her as an example of who not to be of who not to be Um, it was very from from the perspective of you better make sure you get your education so you won't be like such and such so you won't be like such and such because if you if you don't get your education, and you go falling in love, you know you don't know. So you stand on you be able to stand on your own two feet. And I understood where m- my mother was coming from. I understood. However, however, ever, 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 that was not a clear perspective. Yeah. There is some truth in creating a life where you are able to take care of yourself, right? The distorted truth is that her decisions, the neighbor's decisions, was her decisions. We don't know the details of her life. You can't say that all women who don't get a degree or all women who have children are are doormats or all women who have children and get married, that their husbands will leave them. Or that if you have a four year degree that you you'll have, you know, a stable job. Right. We don't really necessarily know that. I know my mom was definitely doing the best, oh my God, the best advice that she could ever give me because she cared and she wanted me to be okay. At the end of the day, it was not in a malicious way. At the end of the day, she wanted her daughter to be okay. But the engine or the gear started shifting in the drive when that, one, that was one of the stories that stayed in my mind. And it caused me to be on overdrive, to never let my hair down to make sure that no one ever takes advantage of me to make sure that I don't have any kids um before I finish my education um and and it was like this 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 um sprint that I was running just running from this fear running from all the beliefs of and that particular belief I don't want to be like that because of x y and z another story I remember growing up and it was really it's not a specific story but I just remember the the validation and the self-worth that I got of um of of coming off very tough. And what I mean by very tough, it really was being very rude. Be very rude. The ruder you are, the stronger you are, which of course is not true. But this was the narrative that I made up in my mind. Because once again, don't come off weak. You got to stay strong. There's a different narrative that I've learned of what strength really is, okay? So you get in your mind, do you get in my mind where a lot of the narratives that, you know, were created in my mind based off these experiences, right? Perceptions, understanding, beliefs, You know, these were things that I was raised to believe on who I thought I had to be about myself. You know, the roles that we play, we do a really, really good job at fixing things, at nurturing things. But I'm not quite sure, and many of us are learning but I'm not quite sure if we are okay with releasing the narrative. I think that we feel as though we have to hold on to that narrative. That we have to hold on to that narrative, the narrative of being strong, the narrative when really being strong is being... um, Mean making sure we don't get ran over. there's a lot of walls that we have that is due to what our our mother carried, what our grandmother carry, what they told us of how we should be in order to get through in this world. Some good advice, some not so much. No one's to blame here. We're just examining really this is all about. Us returning back to our divine selves. Us returning back to our divine self. And this was my story. I did not exhale, I tried to juggle it all while wearing a smile. But I was dying on the inside. I was trying to fix things that didn't even need to be fixed. Because I knew nothing about trusting. Nothing about trusting my intuition. Nothing about trusting God. And nothing about the validation of just being who I am without needing to prove anything. That's all the validation that you need. We do a lot of performing. A lot of stuff that we really ain't called to be doing. Because we find ourselves, we think that we are fixing things. When we actually... when i went on my journey of mending my heart of being broken in my life completely broken and when i mean broken just just having beliefs it really was just a journey of changing my beliefs letting go of all the hurt and pain and all the the um the heaviness and the pressure of trying to be approved, of trying to be validated. The heaviness and the pressure of trying to be perfect and accepted. The heaviness and the pressure of trying to just look for someone to tell me that they see me. I had to release all of that. The heaviness and expectation of being a woman. I had to release that, and it took some time because for so long that was my identity, looking for validation, trying to fill the holes, trying to fix problems instead of trusting and rela- and, and allowing a lot of that, a lot of that, and I had to do the unpacking. God helped me unpack. But I had to be able to allow myself to go on the journey to let that go. And that was the hardest part because I had identified myself as that for so long. I had identified myself as that for so long. But the amazing part of feeling broken, of feeling completely broken, is that it causes you causes you to shift causes you to ask questions it might cause you to go to God it causes you to search and my searching that I went on was within and that's what I'm sharing with you today your search your restless heart The need to carry it all and do it all is not what you are wired to carry. It's not. It's not what you are wired to carry. You can operate out of a place of productivity. Productivity does not mean having a restless heart. Productivity does not mean operating and living your life constantly out of anxiety, worry, and fear. Having productivity. But see, you have to identify what these feelings are and what is restless in your heart. You have to identify what that belief is. You have to identify what that belief is. And a lot of our beliefs are really not the truth of who we are. A lot of our beliefs is based out of someone else's issues, someone else's perspective based off of what they experienced and maybe did not heal from, but passed down that same um, lesson or that same belief down to you. It could just be their wounds that they never healed from. And they just came with their own answer. Oh, well, this is what it is. Instead of healing from it. They wreck They They wrecked, They made the conscious decision that they didn't have power over it. Or believe that they could not heal from it. And they passed that belief down to you. But you're the one to break that cycle. But the answers are within you to recognize what is the restless heart? What is the chaos? What is the anxiety? What is the pain that I'm carrying? And why? Because when you start asking yourself these questions and you are willing to take the step, that's, that's it. When you ask yourself the questions, the answers will come. The answers will come. And then you have to be willing to take that step that I think not a lot of people are willing to take it. Because sometimes it requires you to be broken. Sometimes it requires you it to not feel good. Sometimes it requires vulnerability. It requires your skeletons to come out. It requires you to examine your wounds. It requires you to do the work. That sometimes the busyness of keeping what is familiar is what we choose to keep. Because at least I know that. At, At least, at least I may not like where I am, but I don't know if I want to take that step. Because at least I know I'm familiar. I'm familiar with this misery. Or I'm familiar with this pain. So at least I know that. And if I know that, then that, 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 that's good enough. That's good enough. And it is up to you. It's up to you to make that choice. It's up to you to make that choice. Because there is another side there is always another and better and brighter perspective. But the question is, are you willing to take that step? Are you willing to do what it takes to be on the other side? And it doesn't have to be perfect, but you know in your soul when you are willing. When I was willing to take that step, I knew I was willing. I didn't know how it was going to turn out. I didn't know how, but I was willing. And I was cultivating and taking that step to trust. I was cultivating and taking that step to let go of all that heaviness of who I thought I had to be. All that stuff. I was willing to examine. I was willing to take the course. I was willing to learn from the ultimate teacher, which is God. I was willing to listen to my spirit and my soul. I was willing to listen to that part of me that wasn't tainted by a lot of the stuff. By a lot of the beliefs. By a lot of the societal views. I was willing to, to follow that path of truth. No matter what. And that's the kind of attitude that you have to take. Now, your path may not be like mine's. Your path not be, may not be intense like mine's was. You may not, you may not, it may not be that intense. Whether it is or not, you have something great on the other side of you. And it doesn't require perfection, but it does, it does require the act of your will and your intentionality to shift and make things better. It requires that. It requires that. It requires that. There is power in your will to make that decision. And sometimes our brain will trick us and have us thinking that us making that step, us making that choice to what our intuition is saying, are the fear within us will tell us not to do that. I know that all too well. But the fear only knows and only is there to keep you in the place of what you already know. And when you've been, act, when you've been uh, derived in survival mode for so long, that's all you know. But the truth is, that's not all you know. That may be what you have been familiar with, but that's not all you know. Because your intuition is telling you otherwise. There's another part of you that wants to come forth. There is another part of you that wants to shine forth. There is another part of you that wants to break through. There's another part of you that your former self does not even recognize. But you have to be willing to take that step. I'm so glad that I took that step because my heart and my life is free. I was thinking on yesterday as I was working out that this is the woman this is the soul this is the being that I have always dreamt of ever since I was little Ever since I was little I have always desired to be this person in sense of the feeling the feeling of of feeling excited the feeling of being happy with myself the feeling of having joy the feeling of being okay with being in my body the feeling of love the feeling of of knowing that that me questioning my self-worth is not even a um a, a debate anymore sure i have moments sure i have moments not perfect sure i have moments where Sometimes I have to pause and, and, and be mindful of the of the old critic in my mind. Sure. Sure I have triggers that I pause and say, wait, 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 what is this? Sure, but I know the truth. I know the truth of me right now. I've accepted the truth of me right now. And I have did done the work and not allowed my former self, my former self, my old self, that those heavy um I didn't allow those fears to overtake me. At one point, I did, but I have done the inner work, and now, as I stated before, now I had a moment with myself yesterday, within myself. I didn't even share it with anybody. I'm just sharing it with you guys. But I had a moment within myself where I said, "I am everything." That I desired to be ever since I can remember when I was six years old. I remember wanting to feel free, wanting to be happy, wanting to be jovial, wanting to be at peace, wanting to be okay with just being me. And I realized that I had gotten to this point. And not only that, but just weight—my physical weight was tied to a lot of those those wounds and beliefs that I that I carried that really wasn't meant for me to carry but I carried them so I resorted to food um, but now it's like I am being everything that I've desired to be ever since I was little and I want to say that that spark that desire that you have within you whenever you start a dreaming that that is meant for you to manifest did you know that and no one else can take that from you because it is for you now you can you can be the one to block your own manifestation but no one can take something that is for you because it is for you so it's time to get out of our own way and examine and examine. You might say, well, what does that have to do with carrying stuff that I'm not meant to carry? Oh, it has everything to do with it. Because that's a block. That's a block. How can you take the path of healing and freedom take the path of 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 seeing in the physical manifestation of who you are if you are always living um in the belief that you have to make everybody happy first that you have to validate everyone else first or that you have to seek validation from your loved ones from the one you love or from outside uh, sources, how can you honor within you? How can you allow the true magic to come forth within you if you are tied to those things? How can you allow the magic to come forth within you if your beliefs, a feeling you have to carry it all, of uh, the burden of that? That's a, that's a heavy burden to carry that you are not wired to carry. I want to have a I'm going to have a workshop in about 2 um 2 weeks from now. And we're going to do some diving in. We're going to dive in and and do a lot of unraveling to release and let go. Cuz guess what? You don't have to carry the burden. I know, and I'm going to share and teach tools on how to release that heaviness how to release that heaviness and how to shift your beliefs which shifts your whole world which shifts your men shifts and calls into manifestation which shifts your energy which shifts your vibration we are spiritual vibrational beings and a lot of times it's the beliefs that we have that is a very block that is not flowing the good things and the things that we're, we're meant to have into our lives. So I want to share that with you. I want to share that with you. We have a lot of narratives in our mind that we believe is true. But when you consult the Holy Spirit, when you consult your intuitive knowing, it will tell you the truth of who you are. it's up to you to be willing to take that step. Will you take that step today for you? We're going to identify the blocks so we can have a clear sight. I'm reminded of a family member who shared with me that she did not know how to swim and uh, she had went on a vacation with her husband, and uh, she got in the water and panicked and thought she was drowning. And I'm not quite sure if I have the story quite accurate, but basically, she thought she was drowning. She panicked, and the, uh, I believe it was an instructor or the lifeguard um, in the area said, Ma'am, just stand up. You're in a three feet pool. Just stand up. I think that that's oftentimes our our, our lives. We think that we're drowning and consumed with so much. So much heaviness that we... Carry when God is saying, just open your eyes or just stand up, just take that step. Imagine, feel I felt like I was drowning. I felt like I was drowning. I felt like I was just never exhaling. So the brokenness happened for me to be blessed. The brokenness happened. Oh my gosh. For me to see what the truth is in my heart. And maybe that brokenness, that chaos, what is going on in your mind. Years after years, what you are carrying, any hurt, any pain that you're carrying. Maybe it's because you need to just stand up. Listen, maybe you need to listen to your intuition more. Maybe you need to follow that path. I think you do. Can I tell you this? (laughs) Five years ago, not only did God speak something to me, but my intuition was in alignment with what um, God had spoke to me about. And had I not followed and trusted that, I had everything in my physical um, world that went totally against what I knew. And um, I battled with it. I was frustrated with it. Um, At times I did doubt it. But that truth would never leave. And so it was a matter of me choosing who was going to win. My intuitive knowing. Or the fear of my past. And I had to choose my intuitive knowing. And when I tell you that I am so grateful that I followed that path, even when it wasn't perfect, even when I doubted, even when I had dark, more dark days than light, I can't even. Y- you want to listen to some of the dark days? Go on, listen to some of. The- <laughs> Some of my podcasts. If you've been following me. Your intuition knows. Your intuition knows. Okay. So I want to help you unlearn. Untie. Release. Let go. So join me. On the workshop Saturday. um, How to feel like how to release the need of not feeling like you have to carry it all. I'm probably saying more words than what it really is, but that's <laughs> more I'm probably saying more words than what the title actually is, but that's overall what we're, what I'll be discussing. I'm going to share some tools with you to help you unravel, to help you unlearn, to help you heal. But the power is within you to take that step. And you have to be willing to do it. No one's going to do it for you. Because you have the spirit within you to help you move through it. To maneuver through it. To release and let go. And to be the new creature that you've been called to be. Alright. I'm with you. I really am. I'm, I'm really, really with you. <laughs> um, You got to do the work though. You gotta do the work. You gotta do the work and you have it in you. You have every do you know that you have every role you have the blueprint within you to be all that you're called to be? Did you know that? Yeah, you do. You have the blueprint within you. You're gonna go to the right people, the right steps, the right path, the right books. You're gonna see the right mindset, the right all of it. Do you know the blueprint is within you? Don't be afraid of the dark. Don't be afraid of the dark. I put a post a couple, was it, maybe, maybe about a month or two ago, I put, don't be afraid of the dark. We grow in the dark, right? All right. That's all I want to share today, guys. Um, I'll leave the link at the bottom. I'll leave the link in the description. But you guys know how to reach me if you want to attend the workshop. And, um, yes. That's all I got. Thank you.